0: Welcome to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio.
1: And I'm Deb Miner. How are you doing today, Deb? Oh, just dandy. Dandy? Just dandy. Hmm. Thank you for asking. Oh,
0: of course. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, Today we're going to talk a little bit about library memories. Um, Yeah. So um, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, let's start with a check-in. What are you reading, watching, doing?
1: Um, I am still reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabriel Seven. And I just picked up a couple books that I'm going to start. Uh, one is called The Daughter of Dr. Moreau by Sylvia Sil- Moreno-Garcia, who also wrote Mexican Gothic, which I enjoyed that one. Um, so, if you're not familiar with the island of Doctor Monroe, it's um, it's kind of based on that story. It was written by the original was written by um, H. G. Wells in 1896. Um, so, anyway, yes the the original story was written by Doctor was written <laughs> by Doctor Moreau. <laughs> oh my goodness, H. G. Wells. So this is kind of a take on it um, and the original uh, the story is about kind of this mad scientist that lives on this island that does all this experimentation on animals and he creates these hybrids of um, animals and humans. Um, so this actually um, takes place in 19th century Mexico which is kind of interesting and it focuses on his daughter and his, there is a, he does have a daughter in um the book and movies there were two movies m- made based on <clears throat> the book um one in 77 and 1996 the Marlon Brando <laughs> yes, one Yes the in Marlon Brando one and um Val Kilmer was also in that one I think Val Kilmer plays the character who's ship, um, ends up, um,
0: yeah, a shipwreck. and That movie went up. so off the rails that they fired either the writer or director.
1: Oh, there was all kinds of problems. And he, like,
0: put on a disguise as an extra so he could be <laughs> on set and see the <laughs> shipwreck going down.
1: Well, and I guess Val Kilmer was very problematic and he didn't get along with anybody. And I think also. Um, but Val Kilmer's likable. And also something Marlon Brando. There was something tragic going on in his life at that time. Well, I think he, he lost a daughter, to... or maybe, or was he I going through a
0: divorce? No, that was a different. That was in the seventies. I think okay. when his daughter or when his son was kidnapped.
1: But there was something going on. He always had something. But there going was also a nineteen.
0: I've seen both versions actually. For some reason, he, he insisted on that. He like wore like pale white makeup and like had like rouge on his cheeks.
1: Yeah, it was odd. They were. They, it was an odd movie. I just He's remember it being very dark, kind of like apocalyptic now, which was also
0: very dark.
1: Because he was in that as well, right? I think
0: so. Yeah, I, I he was. I've seen it. I've seen oh. a streetcar named Desire.
1: Oh, yes, I have too. Um, but anyway, so I thought this would be really interesting. And then I'm also uh, reading Don't Worry, 48 Lessons on Relieving Anxiety. And it says, from a Zen Buddhist monk. So, well, can't go wrong there.
0: I'll let you read it, <laughs> and then you tell me the ones that were... Um,
1: yeah, it looks like there's just, like, these mini chapters that kind of remind you of just, you oh, that know... that makes me anxious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes in the morning I like to read books like that. They just kind of help me focus and slow down, since I have such a hard time focusing anyway.
0: I like to scroll through Instagram and look at stills from you 80s You know what? Movies.
1: I do, too, but I think I need... My, my brain needs a little rewiring, so I'm hoping this will... Help out a bit. Well, if not, <laughs> <laughs> it's back to Instagram. It's back to Instagram. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I just read a graphic novel yeah. called Giraffes on Horseback Salad.
1: Wow. Tell yes. me about that. Giraffes that sounds on Horseback Salad. Very interesting. Salad.
0: Now, it is based very loosely on a on a very loose treatment that Salvador Dali wrote for a Marx Brothers movie. Really? He proposed that he was he was in New York and he was painting a picture of Harpo. Okay. Or something. And he proposed this movie and wrote what was thought to be lost for a long time. This very loose treatment. Um... Which, if you don't know, like a treatment's like an outline, a d- very detailed outline of, of what the movie would uh, okay. be. Okay. Um,
1: I was not familiar with that term. Thank you for clarifying me that. No problem.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> um, these, these guys, Josh Frank and Tim Heidecker, got a hold of these notes um, that were long thought to be lost um, from like some uh-huh. Dali archives. Um, And filled in the gaps and wrote dialogue. And, you know, it's a Marx Brothers movie, so there's got to be songs. So they wrote lyrics um, and got um, Manuela Protego to do artwork. um, And basically, it's a Harpo Marx origin story. So there's this man, Jimmy, who's a businessman, lives like a pretty ordinary life until he meets the surrealist woman. Who is, like, no. a shapeshifter, and she not only changed shapes, but she changes everything around her, like, the world around her becomes, wow, like, magic. Wow,
1: that's really interesting.
0: Um, huh. And all goes well <laughs> until the real world collides with the surreal world, um, and living inside Jimmy is Harpo Marx. Oh. Um. Huh. So, so they they've executed this this story um, through a graphic novel uh, a couple movie reasons the movie never got made um, Groucho hated it hmm. whether it was the content or that he was not the lead I love Groucho but I, I could I could see that um, yeah sure he didn't like it and Irving Thalberg had just died he was the head of production at MGM and um, a huge big wig in, in Hollywood in, wow. in the 30s. Um, he died at a very young age. He was always he was sick throughout his life. Um and Louis B. Mayer, who was the studio head, took over a lot of his duties and he hated the Marx brothers. Um, hmm. whereas Thalberg So, Groucho used to tell this story on the Dick Cavett Show, because I went down a wormhole of YouTube, (laughs) um, Marx Brothers things. Uh So, uh uh, the Marx Brothers have a meeting with Irving Thalberg. Okay. They show up to his office, and they're waiting. And they're waiting. Lunchtime rolls around. They're waiting. They're waiting. So they decide they're going to get some potatoes and they're going to roast them in the fireplace in Irving Thalberg's office. And they're going to do it naked. So when Irving Thalberg came back... This is a true story? Yeah. When Irving Thalberg comes back into his office, there are the four Marx Brothers, Harpo, Chico, (laughs) Groucho, and Zeppo, naked, roasting potatoes in his fire. And he likes them because (laughs) they're not scared of him. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And you can see Groucho telling it. There are a couple different clips wow. of him telling Dick Cavett the wow, story. Wow, wow, wow. That's pretty um, awesome. With delight. Uh, and a new Marx Brothers book just came out, written by somebody who died in 2002. Um, Susan Fleming, Marx, Harpo's wife, just wrote huh. a book called Speaking of Harpo. Get it? Because wow. he's the one that doesn't talk. He
1: doesn't talk. Um, yeah.
0: And he, uh, we, we do have that in the collection. Wow. Um, speaking of Harpo, and on Hoopla we have Harpo's autobiography. Wow. Harpo speaks, um, and I did I I thumbed through. Speaking of Harpo, and she called drafts on horseback salad quite silly. Huh.
1: Is that is that a new graphic novel?
0: The graphic novel is a few years old. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, but I did I did know that this new Harpo book was coming out. And that's well, hmm. why I that's interesting. Um, read it. And I guess that somebody also produced a soundtrack to the graphic novel huh. at some point.
1: Huh.
0: Um, interesting. And then I watched the movie Don't Look Up on Netflix, which I was very late to the game on. Yeah,
1: because I did see that. It was released around Christmas, right? Around yeah. that time, because I, I did enjoy that. Somebody
0: was watching it, and I got caught up in it, and I just... I thought it was fantastic, and I, I just love Kate Blanchett. And I thought it was amazing. Um. Yeah.
1: Meryl Streep.
0: Yeah, Meryl yeah. Streep, Kate Blanchett, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill. But I, Tyler I Perry. loved
1: all the characters. I thought everyone did a really good so job. So good. It was good. It was a good movie.
0: It was it, a really good movie. It was funny. Yeah. It was smart. It yeah. went, like the satire was razor sharp. Yeah. No, um, I
1: thought it was it was really good.
0: Yeah, just like Yeah. Oh, it's a really good movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly.
0: Um and then I've also been on Netflix watching um re watching Kath and Kim. It's an Australian series that I really love. Um they tried to do an American version at one point with Selma Blair and Molly Shannon did not work. Hmm. Um, but the Australian version is laugh out loud funny.
1: Hmm. Is it, and it's a, it's a series?
0: Yeah, it's a series. Um, there are two movies. One of the movies is in sequence with the series. So it's like there are three seasons, the movie,
1: oh, then the okay. fourth and final season, oh, wow. and
0: then a theatrical movie. Um, Kath and Kimberella, Um, but it's about a mother that lives with her grown-up daughter um, in Fountain Lakes, a suburb in Australia somewhere, Um, and they live right by a mall, and they're at the mall all the time, Um, they think very highly of themselves, Hmm. Uh, they say lots of words incorrectly. Um, it sounds like me it's um <laughs> it's it's a really good show they always say can you tell me what specifically
1: um, I love yeah. that
0: um and they're they just shot a reunion that is supposed to be coming to Netflix sometime oh, before wow. the end of the year in the style of the Friends reunion huh. on HBO yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out.
0: So we're gonna talk a little bit about our memories of libraries. (laughs) Libraries of years gone by.
1: Yeah, just the library experience and libraries have always been a huge part of my life over the years. And mine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you remember your first library?
1: I I do, I do remember my do first... Do I remember your first library? <laughs> so my one of my first library experiences that I remember was I was in first grade. I went to a very small school. The elementary school and the high school were all pretty much on the same, I don't know, I guess block for a better... Same general area. Same general area. So there was a very small library within the elementary school, and then there was a bigger library that was actually in the high school, um, which we could go over, you know, and use. So, But I also was aware of (laughs) the public library that was actually downtown from this school, which was probably, like, what would it have been like two or three blocks away? So, my teacher in first grade, Mrs. Boyce was her name. She, first grade. First grade. She gave us permission to take a buddy and go to the library. Well, me being who I was then and pretty much the same and now, now. <laughs> I was a bit precocious and I, and I, I was one of those kids who understood the rules, but, uh, you know, I could play with the dumb Uh kid. So anyway, so I took this friend, I do not remember who the classmate was, and we started walking downtown to the public library. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't think anything of it. I thought, okay, she said go to the library, so we're walking along. They um, sent the principal out after us. <laughs> so I remember the principal driving alongside us, asking where we were going. <laughs> and I said, "I'm, we're going to the library." Um, I knew I was in trouble at that point. So he loaded us up in his car, and we went. Which would back. not be allowed today. <laughs> no, not at all. And drove us back to the
0: school. Bunch of delinquents. That's mm-hmm. what you were.
1: So I, I was I was reprimanded. I don't remember, you know, anything other than that, other than well you told me to go to the library, I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were Amelia Matilia. <laughs> you told me to go. <laughs> so
0: that was that was my first memory. That's interesting. Do you remember all your teachers' names?
1: Um, I, no, not, I remember the ones, uh, now I don't. I remember there are some significant ones I remember. I could probably tell you most of them. Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, it was a small, I went to the same, you know, school system my whole
0: growing up, so. No other school system, what have you, after the study? No,
1: period. I mean, my like my dad, my fourth grade teacher, my dad had when he was in fourth grade. So I, then th- I went to that kind of school. I had so. a third grade
0: teacher that um, <laughs> my dad had her husband and a bunch of his cousins had her. Oh,
1: yeah yeah so there yeah it was a very small and teacher she was stayed. mean too yeah this this particular teacher was very
0: mean. Oh, this teacher used to if your desk was at all if she considered it to be messy at all, she would pick it up by the hind legs, dump everything out of it and make you pick it up. Ooh. And we had to tell her that we loved her. It was very very Ooh. much like Miss Hannigan and wow. Annie. um that. That she was a big fan of shoulder pads. I remember that. <laughs> um, a big fan. <laughs> That'll stay with you forever. Um, and when I was in third grade, I used to draw pictures of her as the devil.
1: Ooh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, so.
0: Because she was very scary.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had quite a I think my parents
0: were scared of her, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hmm.
0: But I remember my elementary school librarian, Mrs. Prue, um... And she was delightful. Um, She reminded me of the librarian in Matilda.
1: Oh, okay. She was very
0: sweet. Sweet and grandmotherly. And she taught us, um, like, I can remember, like, they had a weird system where, like, you could only check out books with red dots on the spines when you were in kindergarten and first grade.
1: Oh, because it was probably your reading level. Yeah, is what I'm
0: thinking. Because I can allowed to check anything else. Yeah, out.
1: I can kind of remember a similar.
0: Yeah. But sometimes I would argue my way into mm. exceptions for books about movie see. monsters and <laughs> Wizard of Oz related things. Um, I could talk my way into that. Um, but I remember her vividly. Remember teaching us about like you don't eat while you're reading a book and, like, you don't bend the the pages over. Yeah. Um, And I, of course, hadn't thought to bend pages over before that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? You can do that
1: with pages? Yeah. uh, Yeah, I
0: remember very clearly her Uh, teaching us all about the rules of the library. That's
1: kind of cool. I don't... I'm trying to think of any librarian that stood out. I remember going to the... um, the other public library in Buchanan, which was my other, probably I mean I was pretty young at the time,
0: um, but my cousin
1: lived close by, so we were able to walk there. But they were they were very strict. I mean libraries were very quiet back then. I mean if you, I mean you were you couldn't say anything and. Um, I remember being terrified if my books were overdue and things like that.
0: That scared you walking out of school and, <laughs> and through town. No, getting not. it. Yeah,
1: for some reason that yeah the, the shame of having overdue books was oh, was yeah was a bigger sting than getting in trouble for walking away from school. <laughs> um, I remember
0: when I was little um, I had misplaced a book somewhere in the house mm. and my mom called to try to renew it because she knew she would find it. And right. they said, nope you have to bring it in. <gasps>
1: Ooh,
0: you have to bring man. it in. Um, but I remember the children's librarian at uh, the library mm. when I was little um, that did all the programming and the story times 10x. and the, uh, There was always like it's kind of like summer camp, but there would be different themes. Uh-huh. And so like every week would be something else and you would choose the ones you would want to go oh. to. Um,
1: See, you grew up in an age where I think there was probably more programming and things like that. I think it for was starting. Kids. Yeah. Because I, as a child, I don't remember. I know there was always like a story lady that would come in. In fact, my mother was one of the story, story ladies that would read books to kids at the library. Um but, um, yeah, I think programming in libraries are a fairly new concept, maybe, like within the
0: last maybe 30 years, probably. Well, I mean, I'm only 16, so <laughs> that, that can't be. But, um, oops. Uh, I, yeah, I, well, I grew up at a weird time, so, like, I remember the library where you couldn't say anything. Right. But then they also had programs there. And, yeah. like, once you were outside of the main space and in their programming room,
1: yeah, it was
0: different. Yeah. But it was like a mix of both. And like yeah, I also true. Grew up that's with true. Yeah. the large <laughs> floppy discs and then all of a sudden the internet. The internet, um, right. Yeah. That's true. It was a it was a time of change. Yeah. Um, and I remember she was very well liked, this librarian, and I remember kids used to kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> oh my god. And you could I was a germaphobe as a kid, and I was just thought that was disgusting.
1: Yeah, um, but that's kind of that's it was pre unheard of.
0: It was. I mean, these were very young kids. Like, yeah. uh, they didn't. I think they were all like it was one family, and like they were used to like you know saying goodbye to relatives, right, right, and like right. so it would be at like the end they would <laughs> yeah. like go to give her a kiss goodbye and. It probably only happened once, but enough to stick in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because that that is kind of an interesting
0: way to spread (laughs)
1: germs.
0: (laughs) Um, Did you have any books that you liked to take out, to check out?
1: Wow. Um, I think I was a big Dr. Seuss fan. I do remember checking out a lot of Dr. Seuss books and things like that. no, I would I would pick out books based on what they look like. So... <laughs> Jugging a book
0: by its cover.
1: <laughs> so I do remember, um, you know, just, just randomly just pulling books off the shelf, which is similar to what my kids would do, too, when they were younger. Hmm. Um, just pick out a bunch of random books. I mean, I would try to guide them, you know... Um. Yeah, I remember when I was really reading. My favorite was like, um, um, you know, Nancy Drew books. I remember reading a lot of books about horses. I wanted a horse when I was little, so Why? I remember reading a lot about horses and ballerinas.
0: Why would you want a horse? <laughs> that sounds dreadful.
1: Um, I think. Um, my grandmother at one time lived out in the country, and she lived close to a family that owned horses, so we were able to get, like, you know, rides. I'd be afraid I'd be trampled. But, I don't know, I always wanted a horse or, you know, ballerina books. I I would go through these different stages where... You know, I would want to
0: be a ballerina. But so. you were a Nancy Drew kid.
1: I was a Nancy Drew kid, and then there was another There was another character, a mystery. The Bobsy Twins. Oh, the Bobsy Twins, yeah, the Bobsy Twins. I read a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really liked Nancy Drew. I liked I liked the mystery That element. was the other thing is my
0: library had a lot of older books. Yeah. Um, Because I was able to, like, read the Bobsy Twins. Right, right. But my favorite was the Boxcar Children.
1: Boxcar Children, yeah, and that was a little bit before my still writing. Time. They still are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, my kids
0: also like. The I, boxcar I children. I liked the idea that they would always like. Their rich grandfather would buy a pizza shop, and then all of a sudden it was four children <laughs> running a pizza shop, which I thought was so cool. Or oh yeah, I forgot the grandpa says, I own this island. So they're on this island where this mystery is unraveling and they've built their own house in a barn on the island.
1: Oh, um, man. I mean, this grandpa, so
0: somebody should have called Child Protective Services <laughs> on this old man. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wow. like the, um, the kind of Swiss Family Robinson yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
0: aspect to it. Um, I but I had some too. go-tos that I always would check out. Um, I liked any different edition of a book I already owned that I wasn't going to read. I just wanted to bring it home and look at it. Yeah. Could have looked at it there, wow. but no.
1: You haven't changed much. No. <laughs> no.
0: Um, and I always I always <laughs> would want big armfuls of books. Um, I always wanted the biggest books and the heaviest books. Uh-huh. And when I say big, I mean like coffee table books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one, The Art of Disney. That's
1: and awesome. And they were big.
0: It was a big like art book that weighed probably five or six pounds uh-huh. um wow. at least uh because i've seen it as an adult uh-huh. um is very heavy and i used to want to lug that home um there was a book about the making of the 1989 batman that i used to like to get how um and then there was a series of books that were story books about the universal monsters so like dracula frankenstein's monster the wolfman the mummy um and they were illustrated with black and white stills from the movies and then the my favorite part was the last part of the book where they would go over the history of the characters so they would talk about like the history of vampires um because I always like non-fiction yeah right Um, and that was my favorite part but i liked also just looking at the pictures of like bella lugosi and boris Karloff. Yeah. Cheney Jr. Wow. Senior.
1: So did you ever get into like dinosaurs or anything like that? I mean kids always I go I did through...
0: a little. A little? Um uh. I more like snakes, spiders, okay. anything a witch would have. So. Um <laughs> I was into. Um the kind I mean dinosaurs somewhat. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the television show dinosaurs, the Jim Henson one.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um That's good. But I mean, anything about witches Yeah. I wanted. Anything. That's cool. Um, like, I loved Roll Dolls, The Witches. Oh, The
1: Witches, yeah. Um, Roll
0: Dolls. Very good, yeah. But anything witchy. So, I extended that to snakes, spiders, bats, owls. Yeah. Cats, black cats only. Wow. Anything that could be my familiar.
1: That's interesting. So, I don't. When I think of like from my childhood and then through high school, there were big chunks of time that I would only use the library for, you know, like a homework assignment or something like that. Petty crime. Um, Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) No, I do remember. I really do have this really wonderful memory of um, the library setting as as a book club. We I I was in the Great Books. A great books book club where you would read classics and things like that mm-hmm. but there was this one couple um who ha- who did not have any children but they kind of took under their wings you know these kids that were kind of like you know kind of kind of strange a little weird a little nerdy um and would gather them together and they would have these book groups that would meet at the the public library. And so I was a part of this group. But it was just such a really good experience. And they would take us like on field trips, like we would go, they taught us drawing and things like that. So they would take us to the beach where we could do like these, I I remember doing these pastel drawings and things like that. Wow. Wow. So that was a really good memory. Um, Not
0: one stranger ever tried to take me under their wings, <laughs>
1: but they were—they were like well known in the community. Yeah, but
0: well, you lived in a small town.
1: I lived in a small town. I lived in a, lived in a yes, suburb. Right. I lived in a very small for all intents and purposes yeah. a
0: suburb of Chicago right. in yeah. Indiana. But
1: but um, but I, that was a really good memory, and we would do it, and it w- it, w- it took place over the summer. Um, So I remember spending a lot of time, but it was these kids just kind of thrown together, and we would just meet like every Saturday and, you know, just talk about books. And And they would make us talk about books. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, kind of, but it was just a really cool experience. And I remember... Yeah, that was a really good experience. It was very positive. That's
0: um, really neat.
1: Yeah, because it was, you know, I mean, we were the kids who didn't really fit in. I mean, there were a couple, like, popular kids that belonged to the group, too. But for the most part, it were kids that really didn't fit in anywhere else. They they had a lot of interest in things, but, you know, as far as, you know, which which category you fit into in school, we just didn't fit in, but... It was it was a pretty positive experience, and they even took us over to their house, and um, but they taught us a lot of like social skills, which I thought was really cool. I mean, I didn't realize that at the time, Boy, but I when I that. but when I look back on it, a lot about etiquette and you know speaking in front of people and things like that that I would not have gotten from school necessarily. So that was kind of a magical. You know, moment in my life.
0: Well, I can't relate because as a very cool kid, well, I in can imagine school, you were the cool kid. I was in library club. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was actually called IMC Club that... because we didn't have a library. We had an IMC, the Intru- Instructional Materials Center. Oh, okay. Um, and as part of the IMC, I got to go club. I got to go to Barnes & Noble and help pick out books what? for the library.
1: You are kidding me. Nope.
0: In middle school? In middle school.
1: Wow, that would have been the best um, thing
0: ever. Yeah, we got to pick out some books for the library.
1: Wow, uh, you really were the cool kid.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure I picked out <laughs> stuff that nobody else wanted. Um, you know. That's pretty cool, though. What Child Wants a Book About Jean Harlow. <laughs> um, this Dang, one. This one, yeah. Uh, Mo Howard <laughs> Memoirs of a Stooge. Um that was the kind of stuff I read in middle school. That's so awesome, though. Um, and now, uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. I also, so that was in about ni- uh, mm-hmm. Um, I was in middle school in the IMC club, mm-hmm. and there was this new book out. Well, there were three of them out at that point, point. Okay. it was pretty popular. Maybe you've heard of it. Harry Potter.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And
0: we had Harry Potter Day at school. And it was organized by the IMC Club. Oh, my God. Which meant that before Daniel Radcliffe, yours truly played Harry Potter.
1: Oh, my God. I can see it. I was interviewed on the local news in my my Harry Potter costume.
0: I was... The official Harry Potter. Wow, I can, yeah. I can totally And then see after the too. fourth book, I lost interest. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I, so, did you ever finish the m- whole series? No, I've seen, seen the movies. I don't yeah. really remember what happened in them. Oh, right. Um. But no, for somebody who likes witches as much as I do, it was yeah. lost interest in Harry Potter. Huh. But IMC Club. Wow. Got like me through that. that door.
1: I like that story a lot. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I volunteered at the library. I remember doing that. I, I helped put books away and things like that.
0: I would have never been allowed to volunteer.
1: Oh.
0: Um. Uh, my family is not uh, was not big on volunteering. Is not. Um. So I that would not have been allowed. I would have enjoyed it, but.
1: Um, oh. Yeah, I did. I heard, well, yeah, volunteering was a part of my life.
0: Hmm. <laughs> um, so any other, like, interesting things happened to you at the library? At the
1: library? Um, I remember doing a lot of research in the library. Spending hours and hours in the library. Um, no, I... I always loved libraries, or the idea of libraries. Um, I used, yeah, and then I got a job here, and that was, like, the best thing ever. And I got to raise my kids in the library, I mean, they love, you know, you know. Your children lived in the library? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Is that legal? <laughs> well, you know. I've always been able to bend the rules a little bit. yeah, so, no. Um, that is not true. but they enjoyed <laughs> <Just when> she <laughs> left school and
0: walked across town.
1: Um, <laughs> my kids always really enjoyed being, you know, you know, having a parent that worked in the library. I mean, that would they be... thought it was like the best thing ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, my dad didn't do anything interesting. And my mom stayed home with us, so yeah, my there wasn't were... anything too exciting about either of those things. Oh,
1: yeah, it was it was exciting for them.
0: My aunt did work for Hershey in really? Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. well, that was kind of exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. She'd send us boxes of candy. Wow, I like
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome.
0: Um, of course, I didn't like candy at the time <laughs> um, because I was the one kid that didn't like candy. Our screen looks different. Yeah, it <laughs> on, does on uh, the um, software we I'm, used to record. I'm it hoping, never looks the same I'm twice. I'm hoping this
1: podcast um, works out today because it looks very odd. It's been doing odd things the whole time we've been recording.
0: But it, it looks like it's recording. So it
1: does look like it's recording. Let's let's hope that it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So libraries have always been a big part of my life, and I. Yes.
0: yes what's the biggest fine you've ever had
1: the biggest fine
0: yeah
1: oh god do we have to talk about that I've lost books along the way I mean I have I, to yeah <laughs> um, boy I don't know as a kid man if it was over a dollar I was freaking out because then I would have to earn the money to, to pay it back
0: I lost an entire bag of books once.
1: Oh, god, that must have been horrible! Oh, it was
0: a couple hundred dollars. Horrible, yeah, yeah, needed... nothing,
1: nothing like that. It was always because I was just always so anxious about you know them being late. Um, and there was always like a certain place where I would keep them so I would know that it was a library book and not one of my own. But yeah, boy, that must have been really sad.
0: I mean, it wasn't... I don't know if sad's the word I'd use. Mm. I was yeah. pretty angry at myself. Yeah,
1: um, I can imagine. Hm.
0: But yeah, so you with your dollar fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dollar. Um,
1: yeah, I don't remember it ever being... I mean, I do remember, like, as a parent, having to pay for lost books. Um, but...
0: I mean, I'm surprised they didn't just give your kids books since they lived at the library. (laughs) Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, growing up, yeah, growing up in a library setting or a library, yeah, libraries were a big part of my kid's life too. Still are. So. Well. That's about all I have to say about it. Yeah. Libraries are awesome. Yes, and our library is
0: awesome. Yeah, it
1: really is. I when I think about it, I
0: feel you know I get a little of a clump
1: because I'm like, man, you know, this is really a great
0: service. I mean, we're sitting in a room right now yeah. where we're recording something that right. is going to go on the internet, and right. like, did you ever think that something like that would be in a library? No. Oh God, no. That's what's so exciting no, about it. It is. Part it's very of it exciting. is that they're always changing. Like. Yeah. Who knows what a library is going to look yeah, like in twenty? But you, years. I mean,
1: anybody can come in and do this, and it that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome indeed. So yeah, yeah. is there yeah. anything else cool coming up at the library? Any pro? We just well, we finished the summer reading program, which you know, when this airs, it will be you know over for another year. Um, yeah, there's lots of programs coming up in the fall.
0: Yeah. At Western Branch in September, we're having a Hispanic Heritage Month festival. Right, you are, yes. And um, in October, a Halloween festival. Oh, awesome. Um, so be on the lookout for yeah. those. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about those more as we get as we get closer, closer. Mm-hmm. although it's never too soon to talk about Halloween. Yeah, um, yeah. well, I think that's all we have for I, today.
1: I think it is. I think this is a good stopping point.
0: Um, Email guess, us, yeah. libraryvarietyshow at gmail.com. Um, find us on Instagram, libraryvarietyshow. Uh, I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm still Deb Miner. And thank you. Yeah, thanks. The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its board of directors, or its administration.